0: conspiracy what do you believe all right welcome to conspiracies what do you believe we hope you're enjoying our podcast and hope we're getting better episode to episode With that all just being said, this is episode number 10, Solar Warden.
1: There are programs that do not exist in the public. They are known as deep black programs or secret access programs. They are so secret that they do not have to report to Congress. There are alien theorists who believe there is an existence of a one world government and there is a secret space armada. They monitor alien life in our solar system and protect the Earth from space danger.
0: Solar Warden is a secret space program funded by a secret black budget. What is a secret black budget? It is a government budget issued for secret and classified operations of a nation. An example would be the National Intelligence Program, CIA, NSA, the National Security Agency, the National
1: Reconnaissance
0: Office, National Geospatial Intelligence Program, General Defense Intelligence Program. The five mission objectives. Warning U.S. leaders about critical events, they get $20.1 billion. Combating terrorism, $17.7 billion. Stopping the spread of illicit weapons, $6.7 billion. Conducting cyber operations, $4.3 billion. Defending against espionage, $3.8 billion. All in all, there's roughly 107,000 plus employees. But this
1: budget bed could be
0: different now. Oh, I'm sure it changes, yeah, you know, from day to day. If, you know, mm-hmm. they pass their own little bills or whatever and just flux, fluctuate the
1: I think every year it goes
0: up. Well, I'm sure taking money for all that stuff, which, you know, some of the stuff is, I can see, okay, good anti terrorism like, mm-hmm. and stuff, but they still need to take it if if they're just trying to stop the stuff and let the rest of us go i mean what's the point this would still not be enough to start and maintain the fleet so is there a deep black budget
1: well people believe there's truth to this they say it points towards scientists government officials military personnel that came forward with evidence that solar does exist so they had people that were supposed to keep this a secret come forward and
0: say yeah it does exist i mean but here's something though that i kind of personally believe it seems like whistleblowers are becoming more popular now the
1: internet's
0: more well not only that is but but no what i'm getting at is do you think the government is putting out the whistleblowers themselves to keep? Their agenda what they really want hidden and we're going to be looking the other way at this, what this whistleblower's saying that's why i'm just like uh the the disinformation i could be don't know I maybe mean, you got something telling the truth and the others
1: aren't and then you have to decide yeah
0: that's but that's what we're here trying to help people do with themselves but my point <laughs> is like you know back in the 60s and 70s if you blew somebody you know was a whistleblower you knew to believe them because that was it but now it just seems like it's becoming an everyday thing. Somebody every every other day is blowing the whistle about something now. And now how do we know what to believe and what not to believe?
1: Dr. Edgar Mitchell, he was the sixth astronaut to walk on the moon, supposedly said in the last 60 years or so that there have been some back engineering, creating certain equipment, but nothing like the alien visitors had. So we're kind of like... Kind of saying that yeah we're doing this
0: stuff but it's not as advanced as the aliens. Yeah well the back engineering that goes back to Roswell too, so I mean Yeah. So we if if, if it is all true, we've already known that they have been back engineering a lot of the stuff that was found. Dr. Farouk Eli El Bayo, NASA scientist, said that every discovery has not been announced which i can see that well,
1: yeah
0: i mean you ain't gonna show your whole hand of what you got right away until you know exactly what you're dealing with or how to replicate it ben rich second director of lockheed skunk works said that they have things in outer space we would not believe there are technologies locked up in black projects said that they have the know-how to send E.T. home and Major Robert White said that there were things out there when he was on a flight he saw some type of gray ship
1: so would this make you believe in or just aliens i mean
0: to me it just seems like it's just more like there's alien races that's been here on earth and still out there and stuff that we have that was that was taught to us by them and that there's many more stuff out there it doesn't really i don't see the connection that there's a whole quote-unquote nation of planets that have life forms on it and that they work together or against each other or however it's supposed to go okay
1: but since we're here don't you think there's life on
0: it? i've always believed that but i'm like 50 50 and all that i'm all this, everything on 50 50, like, yeah, I, I have a open mind that the possibility is there, but without hard evidence, it's still like eh, it's questionable.
1: All right, William Hopkins, he's a retired aerospace engineer. He was supposed to have said that there's a secret space operation funded by a black budget. Well, we've already talked yes. about the black budget. Thousands have joined the space navy. Supposedly, they sign up for 20 years. They go through a lot of examination and information. Many were sent to the moon. After they go through everything they have to go to, they are sent to the moon, then onto Mars for a short period of time. And then after that, they're assigned to a base. And after working on the base for a while, they are assigned to a naval cruiser or an attack vehicle or a spacecraft carrier or other battle groups. Now that just sounds like Star Wars.
0: It, it does. I mean, but are you expecting, if this is true, anything to be simple? Uh, I mean... It, but it's
1: funny that it kind of seems like Star Wars. I
0: mean, it does.
1: Or Star Trek. Star Trek's what I'm talking about.
0: But then again, I mean, you can't expect a simple answer. Nothing in life really has a simple answer. There, I mean, you can you can give a simple answer about something, but Deep down, there's so much more to everything.
1: Well, many people have obtained classified information that does indicate programs like Solar and exists. exist. So, I don't
0: know what to say about that. I mean, it's just people saying, claiming that it does exist. I mean, whether they have the proof or not, I mean, but even if they have the proof, is everybody going to believe it?
1: Yeah, because what they think is proof could be something somebody stuck out there as
0: proof. Okay, you take you take
1: doctoring it. Yeah. uh, Well, you take
0: two people and you show them the same thing. One person will believe it, one person won't believe it. So
1: you could tell somebody that something to somebody, and then it'll get on down the line and it'll be a whole different thing than what you started out saying.
0: That's why you want written proof or hard evidence like videos. Or I mean, I know you can forge all that, but at least the information will be the same. I mean, everybody will will. perceive it differently but ultimately it will be showing the same thing.
1: One whistleblower was Gary McKinnon. He was a British systems administrator and in 2001 he hacked into 97. US military and Nassau computers looking for top secret information on free energy now, see, I've heard of free energy before but he found something entirely different. What he found was a list of officers names under non terrestrial officers. A list of ship names and a list of plea to please tractions first. Since he couldn't find any information on these officers, he deduced that they were not of this world.
0: See so well, that right. if
1: it's non-terrestrial, it means it's not Probably
0: here. Terrestrial is Earth.
1: Okay, so non-terrestrial
0: it's not is everywhere. But my thing about that is he says that he couldn't find information on them, so he thinks they're aliens. What if they're just code names or fake names given to the people?
1: that's what people assume so.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, the first thing I would say is if, D- if I found these names and they didn't, these people didn't exist, my first thought isn't going to be, oh, they're aliens.
1: Or this could be it's like, like co- okay,
0: so I stuck that in there. Well, that. not bad. It's, when you're... In the military, and you're going undercover, you're not using your real name, your own You're giving no. a fake name, right. fake everything. So that's why I would take this list as is. These were code to people's code names, and then there's some other. There would be some other file that links that code name to the real person. So that way they know who they're talking about. Where we're not, I can understand that. Yeah, depending on everything else that he's seen, when it was talking about other planets and stuff, and then they have these list names. All right, then I'll be like a little bit. Maybe these are alien names, but you don't know. Another reason to lean towards believing in McKinnon was caught in 2002 when he was trying to download an image of a UFO. He could get 70 years in prisons and billions of dollars in fines. He was charged by the Bush Justice Department, and he committed the biggest hack to military computers of all time. Well, England wouldn't extradite him to the U.S. Some say if he had to go to trial, he had so much information, he would expose them. In interviews, McKinnon said that he was motivated by the Disclosure Project. It is a research project to expose facts on UFOs. Whistleblower William Tompkins, he said that he was recruited to join the Navy's covert espionage program in World War II. He was to study and reverse engineer Nazi designed anti gravity spacecraft. Okay, like you now there's a whole conspiracy about that the Nazis right. anti, like, you know, they got them, they, their they technology the from same. a, a well, well, not only that, it's like one of the things that I've read before was that, you know, the United States thinks we were the only country visited by aliens and have aliens working for us, but some of the stuff I read that aliens also went to Germany. And that's where Hitler got the idea of forty in earth and everything, but he had, that's where they were making the anti gravity like planes and vehicles and stuff too that he had aliens working for them. So it could have been
1: it could have been two separate alien Saturnian races.
0: And, and they, they were warned with we're each warm, other warm, right? and they came here because we had a war going or they could, have started, they the could have started the war. And, you know, it could have been the same way. So that's just something else to think about. There were two flying saucer programs before and during World War II. The first, there were civilian attempts before Nazis came into power in 1933, and the second was it was headed by Nazi SS. It is alluded to the civilian German space program was brought about by a group of Nordic extraterrestrials who communicated with German female mediums.
1: Okay, it's just like we were saying, they could have started the war, could have tried. Put it in Hitler's head that he was superior to everybody else, and he needed to rule the world. I mean,
0: there's many, many, many possibilities.
1: Yep. Well, many, including McKinnon, concluded that there is a space fleet. There have been private interviews that show the U.S. Navy has a policy for use of advanced technologies not on Earth. So, where is this policy?
0: Well, it's definitely going to be something that's not. Given to the public because. Well, if everybody can
1: break <clears throat> in and all this crap, why didn't uh, McKinnon
0: find it? Because I mean, he just because he hacked in doesn't mean he's seen everything there. I mean, no, not once did he ever say he seen everything. Because I mean, on a file like that, it'd probably take one person years to read everything. And he just, and, you know, he was hacking, so he would, when you hack, you get in and get out. So he probably went in went to search for certain things and then found this other stuff and he just came out with that information and basically forgot what he was going in there for in the first place and when you grab something like that you want to try to be as covert as possible so you're not going to grab like the whole thing and pull it all out because right in there he would have been busted Alrighty,
1: well, uh, let's look at the solar wall it's supposed to have been in operation since 1980 without the public knowing it operates under the US Naval Network and Space Operations Command and approximately 300 people are involved in this project. Their headquarters is in the Naples in Point Loma, California. The launch facilities are in Vandenberg Air Force Base Basin, Longpac, California, and Test and Training Range is in Ogden, Utah.
0: <clears throat> it consists of US aerospace contractors, black projects, some parts and systems from Australia, Austria, Canada, Italy, Russia, and UK in secret military bases. See, right there just kind of leads to the point that, you know, really the United States and Russia are not enemies at all, that they're working together, but they just act like they're enemies. To they, look,
1: well, like we said before, they wanted it to look like they were against each other so they could get money from the government, their
0: government. Their own country, so, the paper, all this stuff, which when Dave was thinking it was funding a war effort and it was really just funding black projects. Right. Extremely secret project that maintains a fleet of spaceships. It operates in our solar system, defending us against alien attack, and their secret colonizations of space.
1: So they're probably a secret colony inside of Mars.
0: Or the dark or side of the May. moon and, or for other planets for all or we know.
1: Maybe Venus. No, that'd be too close to us. But then if you go on a Jupiter
0: it'd be too far from the sun. from what they're telling us. We don't right. know for sure. I mean, I'm not I'm not, you know, some kind of scientist or physicist or astronaut or anything. I don't know if we could survive there or not. I can only go by what I'm told by our educational system. Yeah. I mean for all we know, even uh Mercury's livable. Yeah, our education system is probably right in the dark ages
1: still.
0: Or it's just what the government wants us to know. They keep right. us dumb so they can do whatever. <laughs>
1: Okay, there's supposed to be eight motherships and 43 smaller ships. This would require more advanced technology than we currently have, or what they're currently telling us we have, but some say we already have this technology.
0: Star Warden is staffed by Naval Space Cadre. Cadre. Other countries provide men and women for this as well. A cadre is a small group of people specially trained for a profession or purpose like Star Warden. So they're training people for this. I mean, right. I mean it makes sense.
1: Okay. Uh, Star Warden has a two-fold mission. The first is to prevent countries and groups from using space warfare against each other. Which was makes sense. Star Nations said that space mm-hmm. is to mm-hmm. be used for peaceful purposes as Star Nations is an organization of advanced and intelligent c- civilizations in our galaxy. So that's supposedly everybody on these other planets have come together. I don't know what you call it, I don't think you call it a government or I don't know, like the UN maybe? a UN,
0: but of planets.
1: Right.
0: I mean, that's, that's good.
1: Well, and the second fold of the mission is to prevent Cabal from using orbital weapon systems. This includes nuclear missiles and direct beams weapons. So that would be like lasers.
0: Lasers and or shooting missiles from space.
1: A kafal is a group of people secretly in on a plot, like people or come together to overthrow a government.
0: So we can say that Solar Warden is the space police in operations under a secret resolution of the UN Security Council with the approval of the Star Nations. Star Nations is an organization of advanced intelligence civilizations in our galaxy. So basically our... United Nations here on Earth works with the 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 Star Nations Nations of other planets.
1: That maybe Star
0: Nations by another name. But wouldn't that put us as a member of the Star Nations if we're like like so?
1: Or maybe they're just trying to check us out to see if we could be trying to pull
0: us into it. The Star Nations policy citizens of a planet have the responsibility to work out operations and regulations of their societies so yeah we got to handle our own stuff but then we're under a uh universal law i guess you could say yeah yeah
1: yeah. a universal law of planets saying that you better behave or will come come and get
0: us so is solar warden real well
1: some whistleblowers whistleblowers say that Solar Warden has bases on the moon and Mars. And there are whistleblowers and computer hackers that come forward to say they have evidence that the US, with other countries, control a secret, secret space fleet. And they're supposed to have be been built using alien technology and they can transport people all over the galaxy.
0: When Ronald Reagan was president, he kept a presidential diary. One day, He had lunch with American space scientists. He recorded this in the diary. He wrote that he had lunch with five top space scientists. He learned that the shuttle could orbit carrying 300 people. But at the time, we had five space shuttles that could only carry eight people in each shuttle. So
1: that's what they have still today. Well, supposedly, I don't. Um, I'm
0: sure they got stuff that they haven't revealed yet that they probably could.
1: Okay. There is some suggestion that scientists have used reverse engineering or had contact with aliens. And the fleet was built to protect Earth from threats or dangers from space, protecting us from whatever's out there. And they are colonizing Mars and are traveling between Earth and an underground base on Mars.
0: Huh. Okay. But on July 21st, 2011, space shuttle atlantis went to a museum it was the last shuttle the government said they no longer had any vehicles to go into space we could have to rely on private companies to get to the space station a lot of people think this is not true i mean is, i mean now? now eli musk has spacex and that's what the government is probably going to be using for now on and you know maybe he's in on the whole star solar Warden. Conspiracy. Don't I mean, because if he's a private, if, if he's a private owner of that whole company, he doesn't have to release information to, to the public, unlike the government does.
1: Right? But do you really think that was the
0: last wish, No, Russia still hasn't. I mean, ours. Yeah, ours. It could, I mean, it could be because when was the last time the United States sent a spaceship themselves into space? Okay. Well, now they have that something they go on some kind
1: of rocket they go back and forth the space station I think it's like Russian or something
0: That is has been Russian but why would uh Elon must start SpaceX if there was no need for another's you know rocket a company for rockets to send people into space unless he just had the money and just wanted his own rocket to go to space and I mean that's because that's a lot of money
1: to gamble with on something like that so listeners what do you think
0: We thank you for listening to this episode, and if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at conspiracytheory2018 at gmail.com and give us your opinion on what you think.